1: John Snow is alive! Wow, you just jumped right out of the gate with that one. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, actually, you know, I totally expect. I mean, I, if you were bet, if you were a betting muppet, which I'm not, um, I definitely would not have betted against it. But um, and I do apologize, uh, anyone out there in podcast land who hasn't watched uh, yesterday's episode of Game of Thrones. But that's on you. It's the hottest show around. So <laughs>
0: you got no sympathy, do you?
1: And I got no sympathy, I, especially, especially for the folks that, uh, you know, who get the East Coast feed that start tweeting at 6.01, you know, as the show is going on. I mean, it's like you have to go you have to go uh, Internet silent from six o'clock on Pacific time. Otherwise, you know, you'll get spurled. You get your you get your experience all spurled. It's true. You have to you stay off that. of the Twitters. You have to stay off the Twitters. You just do. You just do.
0: I, I was surprised and I liked the way that they handled uh, since we're talking about it. Marisandra's Maris- mm-hmm. character. I like that she's kind of lost her way. Um I like that she's almost kind of been knocked down a few pegs and has mm-hmm. no self-confidence whatsoever. I kind of like that. I thought that was cool. I thought they were going to go a different direction.
1: Well, and Sir Davos uh, comes to her rescue essentially, like you know, gives her a pep talk. Yeah, totally. Um and Sir Davos does not know that she burned Shireen.
0: Oh, I forgot
1: about that. That's right. Yeah. He don't know that yet and she which she conveniently happened to, uh, you know, Leave out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not mention, you not mention that, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's like over the over the dinner table, you know, and then when, oh, you know, by the when, way, that, when it when I burned that little girl alive, that adorable <laughs> that adorable little girl, yeah, I set her on fire, I set her on fire because my
0: God commanded me to. So. <laughs> now that we've anyway, ruined so, Game of Thrones for those of you that have not watched it yet. That's right, but it's but John Snow is
1: alive, and so um, uh, I wasn't excited as excited as one of my coworkers who said he not only is he alive, but he's naked. <laughs> Fantastic! All right, well, and speaking of the fantastical, Jimmy, we got ganked. Um, we had a, we had a really good show last week. Uh, Don't grief me, bro. That was the the working title I had in in my head, and. Uh, um, it would have been our 111st episode since uh, starting way back when and alas it was not meant to be but you know what it's it's been it's been a good run without losing one so I you know it was bound to happen sooner or later and uh, not to fear content shall not be lost we are going to reproduce this very night it for your ears next Tuesday
0: that's right we basically are just doing that show again
1: well you haven't you haven't looked at the show notes yet have you for, for, no, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I rewrote
0: it all again, but that's okay. <laughs> the, the themes, the themes are the same. Yes, if 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 I may, I would like to uh, publicly apologize. Oh, no, you don't got to do that. The fault was mine. We we succeed as a team. We fail as a team. Well, I would agree with that, except that this was completely my fault. I don't know what happened, but uh, for those of you out in podcast land. For some reason, my audacity didn't update when I cleared the first show and basically recorded on top of the first show. Making matters worse, it merged the two shows together so that I could not separate the audio. So, what we had was one track of two shows of Jimmy. <laughs> a bit confusing. Oh, it was brutal. And I, I tried every way. I tried to cut around it. I, I spent a good two, two three hours trying to fix it but there were there were just way too many spots where i was talking on top of myself and it just didn't sound right so yeah unfortunately uh i had to send you that panicked uh text and we had to scrap the show sorry guys yeah
1: that's it 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 happens you live you learn i don't don't know what else to say (laughs) i just poops they happen (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And um we have a special announcement. We need some special announcement music. <inaudible> like I mean, most of the people that listen to the show probably don't remember like teletypes. No, no. Like Walter Cronkite, you know. Mm-hmm. There's now coming in over the teletype from Vietnam.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. They don't remember that. But no. if they did, this would make a whole lot more sense. It would. But it doesn't. And that doesn't detract from the good news, which is that our shows are now available on Google Play Music. You can get all the goodness on the Google Play Music app for the Android, the iPhone, and on the interwebs for your computer. And the progress for each episode will be synced across all them platforms. So, you know, how cool is that? Amazing. It is amazing what the interwebs can do. Um, and anyway, Big shout out to the almighty Jonto for making that happen. He's
0: smart. No, he's just one of those hip kids. Us old, us old guys don't know what what they do with the magic of the interwebs.
1: I, you know what? The, what I get satisfaction in knowing that if I was to give him a stack of punch cards, he wouldn't know what to do with them.
0: I do. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, fair enough. I do.
1: Um. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, so. Definitely check that out. I have not actually downloaded the app myself, but um, uh, um I I hear it's groovy. So um, do uh, do check that out. Um, and uh, speaking of going back and re-releasing what has been released before, design the mining occupation. It seems like uh, since last time we recorded, like the big thing is the prospector. The prospector has come out for concept mm-hmm. sale. Is is it still on now, or did it end?
0: Stay away from my claim, cookie. <laughs> exactly. That's my mind.
1: I wonder if it is still available. Does it close tonight? Well, it doesn't matter because by the time you hear this, it will definitely be closed.
0: So I will stop scrolling for that. Um, but I anyway. I just want to talk like a prospector for the rest of the night.
1: I think you should do that. I think you, Until it starts to hurt, then stop. Because
0: Panning for them their minerals out in them meteorites.
1: <laughs> yes. As soon as it hurts you stop because then it's no longer fun. Or maybe it's more fun, I don't know. Well, yeah, in
0: some in, in some places that's more fun. Exactly.
1: Um but uh, so anyway they re-released the Mining Occupation document which was is uh is worth a read a reread if you missed it the first time or I guess actually if you missed it the first time it would be new to you and not a reread but um it's uh, it's got all the stuff in there about the mining uh there's multiple ways to play uh the mining game uh it's not going to be a set it and forget it kind of thing uh, you get to bring your skills um, and uh, when you are mining, uh, you can do freelance mining, uh, which, uh, or you can uh, just take missions from an agent. And uh, so the freelance mining allows you to go out and mine what you want, where you want, when you want. There's some higher risk, but it could be some higher reward. If you're doing the freelance mining, then uh, you uh, basically, you know, you take a quest. Um, if I were to speak in the M- in the parlance of the MMO, um, and uh, you know, go fulfill the requirements, bring it back, and get paid. Um, and there's you know there, there's the, the bits in there about finding a suitable asteroid field. you gotta, you got to get the information, uh, and there's going to be lots of different sources for that, uh, including uh, widely available public knowledge, which likely won't get you much. Uh, you can purchase information from brokers as well, so that'll be a little bit better. Um, or you can uh, get information gleaned from pioneering, uh, which is a, a profession document that we've not seen yet or a design document we've not seen yet. Uh, but in, within the pioneering, we know that you'll be able to scan and find uh, find stuff uh, um, for yourself and for your orgies. It still sounds weird every time I say it. That does sound a little weird, yeah. Inside or outside of my brain. Mm. So um, get your scan on for fun and profit. Uh, so now, in addition to the Orion, we have the Prospector. Um, and uh, it is, um, it is um, uh, in the uh, Orion, you get to specialize in the role that you want to play, whether you want to be a pilot, a scan operator, a beam operator, cargo operator, refinery operator, all the fun jobs uh, in the prospector. That's not going to be the case. It's going to be a single seat, single person ship. So you'll be doing a little bit of all of that uh, from the, the comfort of uh, the one chair, the pilot's chair, um, and then, uh, so he goes on and talks about selling your cargo, um, et cetera, et cetera. But so, definitely to give some context to the uh, Prospector sale, uh, they put that out there. So, check it out again if uh, you missed it the first time. You see, there I go. That's, no, you don't check it out again. You check it out for the first time. If you missed it last time, check it out again if you saw it before. Orgies. Orgies. <sighs> so, anyway, MISC Prospector Unearthed mine what's yours <laughs> just like uh, I see what they did there i d- yes i and i am um, i i'm guaranteeing that uh, ben had something to do with that the punster the pun master mm. uh, pun master pun- ben ben had something to do with that i love a good pun but it and if you're if you're not you're not into it or you haven't seen it you only ha- if you have 7 seconds to spare go look at the concept art the first image on the concept art Omg! It is amazing, without a doubt. To my uh, my little blue mind, the best piece of or the best ship picture that we've seen today. It's just beautiful,
0: and I, and now, I don't even care now, about this ship. I was going to say now, why do you find this to be the best picture to date? Well, because it, it, how real it looks. I mean, here the the mm, ship okay. is,
1: is landed on a planet, and it's got its laser going. It's like melting rocks. There's like steam coming up. I mean, it looks real. If I didn't know better, I would say that this is like some, you know, high tech piece of scientific equipment out on the Galapagos. You know, looking for something.
0: Mm, okay. I mean, sure, I'd buy that. Yeah, they did. So. They did a great job. I mean, I you know, I think it's safe to say neither of us are really interested in the ship. Um, but it's a beautiful ship. I mean, they really did a very nice job. I, I especially like the full, um, the full hundred and eighty degree view on the uh, on the the, wind, uh, the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I kind of wish that they had that on the freelancer. Right? I know I'm not the only one. I know there's been a number of people that have been like, "Hey, maybe you could make the freelancer have that same visibility." But I don't think that they will because the, the whole point is that you, you want to be able to look at your environment while you're uh, while you're mining. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like like a crane, you know, like those the big cranes they have the, yeah, yeah. you know, like a that cage that they're in. And so it's it's almost like a, a cage kind of thing, except more futuristic. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's beautiful. And if you're you're interested in in the uh, the mining uh, role in the game, um, you know, check you can check it out for that. But if not, uh, definitely you can just check it out for the pretty pictures, which is what I do, what I've done through most of my life actually. Um, so there you have it. Um, and from the verbiage on the website, set out to seek your fortune with the MISC Prospector. For years, the Prospector has been the universe's preferred mining vessel for solo operators. Featuring Misk's sleek design sensibility and a bevy of upgraded high-tech mining tools. The 2947 Prospector perfectly balances... Form and functionality. Don't miss out on what many consider to be the best solo mining vessel around. See why the Misk Prospector is one of the most popular independently operated mining ships in the verse, and get yours today. And I think, as, as I mentioned, the sale is actually over. Uh, it was uh, it was 140 bucks, so um, not not cheap as as these ships go. Um, so I mean, I think roughly the, the same the same price as a freelancer.
0: What are the freelancers cost now? About that. Oh, uh, it's a good question. Yeah, I would say sure about that. Um, <laughs> give me a second; I'll tell you. Uh, so the uh, freelancers are uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's been a while since I've actually looked at the prices on ships. When I bought a Dur, um, way back in the day, I think that's about what I paid for it. Yeah, the standards one ten. Okay. Okay. So, But but if you think about it in, in terms of, uh, yeah, the Exploration's 125, uh, the Max is 140. There you go. Uh, right there. Yeah, okay. so, uh, you know, if you think about it in terms of speci- speciality, if you will, um, the Freelancer is kind of a, either it goes from an all-purpose uh, freighter to a specialty freighter, um, you know, and there's also the science variant uh, and the military variant, but... This particular ship, I would imagine, I, it, it makes sense that it's priced at 140 because it has a very specific task. It's outfitted with very specific equipment. You've got comes already pre-fitted with four um, storage bins. It's got the mining laser, so you know it's a, it's a ship that fits a very specific role. So the price, in my opinion, you know, seems to be in line. Uh, with with what they're trying to do design wise, yeah, I mean, well,
1: it's it's interesting because it is um, the first, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, the first profession entry level profession ship. So it's not a multifunction ship that is outfitted for a particular profession because, um, like you say, in the in the in the case of uh, exploration variants. Um, you've got multi. You have either or, you know an Aurora or a three hundred or a Freelancer that has exploration equipment loaded onto it. This is actually designed from the ground up to do one specific profession and that thing only. But it is the entry level ship to that profession.
0: You're going to be so annoyed when I say this. Mm. The Halle. That's an excellent point. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, an excellent the, point especially because the, I, I the own one <laughs> yeah well the hull, the hall A is, is probably officially the first um, very specific uh, ship you know uh, it's specifically designed to haul cargo um, but I, yeah but I mean I think that uh, the, the Prospector absolutely would be the second ship in that line of um, entry level uh, single player uh, role specific ships Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't do anything else No, you know, it really doesn't
1: You can't, you know, I mean, I suppose you could have prospector races That would be fun
0: Well, and if you um, if you read through the Q&A There are, and inevitably somebody asks Even I asked um, in the Q&A thread uh, The question that I had asked uh, Which I knew there'd be a variant of Was, um, are there any uh, variants uh, of this ship planned? And if so, what are they? And they basically said no, there aren't any. This, this ship has a specific role, and, and currently there there are no plans for variants. It, this is what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't make
0: any sense for there to be. I mean, what are you going to have a racing variant? I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's well. A- I I would have liked it to be um, a small cargo haul- hauler, just because I think it's a really good looking ship. Um, you know, kind of a baby freelancer, but. They have the A for that, so you know you start getting into you know redundancy. So I get it. I, I get why they're you know saying that there aren't really any variants for this. It's built, designed specifically to uh, mine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: no, it's it's a gort. I'm just I'm just
0: staring at the picture, drooling. Mm-hmm. Some of um some of the Q and thought was really interesting. Uh, the fact that they are thinking in terms of. Not only having this ship be a solo ship that you can just go out and prospect on your own, but you can also use this ship to work in tandem with the Orion. Uh, the Orion is not so kind of much, not so, not as nearly as much. Um, well, we'll get to. I got,
1: I've got something in there in the Q and A section about that. Uh, but oh, okay. Well, we'll I, get I am to it not. Uh, yeah, I was sort of surprised. So we'll tease that a little bit. But first, um, let's talk about. And this may still be open. I don't know if it, if it's closed or not, but. Um, on, on the post page, about halfway down, there was a little section that you could go to, and it says, Shubin Interstellar, Careers at Shubin Interstellar, Apply Now. So if you click yeah. on that, it takes you to a a, a link there, a little page. And it says, um, Calling all aspiring miners. Have you considered a job in today's mining industry? Have you wanted to travel to far-off locales and work with cutting-edge technology? Shubin Interstellar, one of the most trusted names in terraforming and geoengineering, has exciting new contractor opportunities available at most of our work sites and corporate offices. Whether you specialize in deep space mineral extraction or security protocols, Shubin wants to talk to you about joining our family. And then there's like this, you know, uh, little application thing uh, that you can fill out, and um, uh, a thousand words or less. You uh, can talk about uh, why it is that you uh, want to work for them. And uh, my understanding is is that they were going to select their five favorite entries. You know, if, if, if you still, if you haven't applied and uh, still can get it in. Uh, it looks like it's still working. Um, yeah, it's still working. Be um, be creative because the top five entries will win you a brand new Orion. Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, but and uh, um, you know, do hurry because um, as of reverse the verse on Friday, they had only received thirty five thousand submissions. <laughs> oh, is that all? <laughs> Yes. And they were um, they were uh, um, trying to decide who among them was going to have to go through uh, those uh, submissions to pick the top five. And they decided oh, the, guy, the guy that wasn't there that day, he gets to do it. <laughs> Perfect. Always show up to work, Jimmy. Never, uh, not, show Never not show up. Never not show up. Because you'll get more work in the long run. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but what I thought was cool about this is that this is sort of taking the whole profession idea, you know, and starting to build upon it a little bit. So um, and notice that it's not only just for aspiring miners, but it's also for security guys. So hey, do you want to fly security for mining ships? Suppose maybe you want, um, you know, sort of a lower risk. Um, you know, instead of being, um, you know, a um, a combat. Uh, Uh, pilot? uh, Do you instead kind of want to be the equivalent of a security guard down at the public storage? You know, I mean, just kind of, you know, hanging out, uh, taking a nap every once in a while, but, you know, getting paid a little bit of money for doing it.
0: I think that's pretty cool. And you also have uh, escort missions uh, or potentially you'd have escort missions where you're, you know, escorting cargo, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to and from. So there's uh, haulers as well. Well,
1: they were they were saying, I, I forget which document it was in, but they were talking about, or I, I believe it was in the Q&A, which we will get to in a moment. So I'm gonna, going to obey my own see, rules, which is see, really, really
0: hard. It's really hard to obey my own rules. Well, we're awfully excited about a ship that we have no interest in.
1: I know. That's weird, isn't it? The benefits of a small mining ship, planetary mining, and all its intricacies, these things, and so much more, are to be found in this post. So if you're into mining, check it out. If you couldn't care less about mining, check it out. You will be glad you did. Uh, Just because it's lore-tastic. It's lore-rich. Um, so I know that uh, that John uh, and at least 10 other members of the org picked one of these up. Um, and as I was mentioning before, I had heard somewhere, and you, of course, shot that down, that it is the first entry-level dedicated professionship. Um, so I'm taking this to mean that we can expect to see other entry-level professionships. Um, so I was thinking maybe, you know, like a, a minor, or a, not a minor, but a lesser Carrick um, uh you know, like something between a, a Carrick and the exploration variants of other ships. But what else do you think we might uh, might that there might be room for? Obviously, the, the Hull series takes care of it for transport. But um, and maybe the the Buccaneer uh, will be sort of the the entry level dedicated pirate ship. Um, if there, is, if you can even lore spin or uh, lore craft a, um, the <laughs> a, spec- a profession specific.
0: Uh, uh, a ship for committing crimes. <laughs> well, the the buccaneer might be might even go. You know, a ship like that might even go beyond. Um, you know, an entry level pirate ship. Uh, I would imagine that they're going to be fairly cheap to insure. So mm-hmm. for for a pirate uh, for for a pirate organization, having a bunch of those and not worrying about them getting trashed is probably not a bad idea. So, you know, and I think that there, I think CIG is doing that with all of these ships in mind, you know, the the Prospector is an entry-level mining ship, but you know, if you're not looking to to be the richest guy on the block, you might be able to make a pretty good living just doing mining solo, just by yourself, you know, especially with the fact that and we'll talk more about this in the Q&A, but that that it's designed for uh, in a way specialty mining, like really honing in on on very specific veins of ore. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be a ship, or it seems like in general, that, that the ships overall, not just the prospector, um, are designed with that philosophy in mind, where, yes, it's an entry-level ship, and you, once you get the hang of mining, you can upgrade, or you can maintain it in your fleet, or you can just continue to solo uh, prospect and solo mine.
1: Yeah, I doubt that you would ever get rich. I mean, if your goal in game is to own an Idris, I don't think you're going to get there by running oh, a definitely prospector.
0: Not. Definitely not. Uh, but but if, you know, if was well, to say, if you know, if your if your goal is to just you know get by paycheck to paycheck, I, I'm one of those people. I don't want to get rich. Mm-hmm. I want to have some really good hauls and have some not so good hauls, and I, I want to live paycheck to paycheck. And I'm sure there are other people out there that want to do that, you know. Um, so yeah. and it's also less of a time sink, you know. If you want to go out and spend you know two three hours mining, and you don't want to have to put a full crew together, you can just jump into your prospector and go out and find a vein and tap it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, because there's all different kinds of playstyles,
1: wants yeah, totally. and needs.
0: And like I said, it's it's interesting to see that you know the the design philosophy isn't set it and forget it. It's not like you know once you you, you get this entry level ship and you graduate to another ship. Yeah, that's in there, but they look like they're building these ships to to continue uh, their life cycle beyond just graduating from being a noob. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah. So I, it's um I, I think it's um I think it's an interesting an interesting ship. Not in that I want to play it. Um, I think it's beautiful. I mean, I don't want to see it. Um, but um, I think that it's uh, a, a good demonstration of um of some of the the richness that we can expect to see in the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we've we've teased them enough. Let's move on to the Q and A's. Uh, we'll try to go through <laughs> these. Uh, yeah through these quickly. Um, in the first Q&A, someone asked, will the Prospector use the same scanning technologies that the Orion uses? And what they said is no, that because the Prospector is manned by a single miner, the basic scan functions of the ship itself will be used to pinpoint mineral pockets. Think of it kind of like a advanced metal detector. So, of course, I'm thinking of that guy on the beach, you know, with the zinc mm-hmm, oxide totally. all over his yep. face, you know, with yep. that... You know, that thing.
0: Hey, I found a penny. <laughs> Yay!
1: I'm going to go buy a soda. Um, so um, uh, I think, you know, it's it's going to... Point being is that it's not... It's You're not going to be getting the same um, level of detail out of... And you shouldn't expect it either. The same level of detail out of uh, the um, uh, prospector that you would out of uh, the instrumentation on the Orion. But you're also uh, going to be a little bit more maneuverable and be able to... Uh, To um, um, put a finer point on uh, that laser lining. Which makes sense. It does. It does. Um, Someone asked, What's up for container transfer during planetary and space operations? What they said is, Nothing final yet, but the plan is for containers to be droppable in space and on planets for later retrieval. And I understand I was talking to somebody um, last night at the meetup who was saying that I guess the ship actually comes with. Um, it, it it will equip four containers at a time, but they're like they're more like bags than canisters. Um, you know, kind of like those bags that Caltrans puts on the side of the road filled with sand, you know? Um, yeah, totally. So, so you fill one of those bags up, you drop it, either you dump it in space or you leave it on a planet uh, for later retrieval. And then it carries another, or I think it's either one or two more sets of four of these bags. So for, I think it's for a total, it might be for a total of 12. So, um, anyway, you'll be able to um, uh, uh, you'll fill up 12 bags um, and then have somebody uh, come pick them up. So you would probably you would need a hull B because I believe uh, the hull A is only, um, well, we haven't gotten to that question yet. But you would need a, a, a suitable ship to come pick those up. And then uh, the person I was talking to, and I apologize, I don't remember their name, was saying that, um, uh, yeah, how cool would it be if they could bring you another 12 empty bags and so you just keep it going? you know, what you're yeah, doing totally. there. Yeah. So, um, and here we go. Is them containers compatible with hull series ships? And the answer is yes. Yes, they are. And so, um, it's uh, um, you'll bring your, your hull A, or I guess you would have to, the hull A only holds four containers, so uh, you'd have to bring in your hull B, which I forget how many it holds, but I think probably at least 12. Um, and uh, then he would drop off probably uh, bags, new bags pick up the old ones and, and haul them off so you could uh, teamwork you know teamwork and, yeah and I'll, I'll meet you at uh, I'll meet you at the Del Taco afterwards for some chimichangas and cerveza see see um then in the second QA they someone asked, Will the prospector have any, any interaction with the Orion, like docking or coordinated ore exchange? And they said no. And that really surprised me. Um and so it turns out that you're gonna need something like the whole whole series of ships, um, uh to uh to uh swap the cargo back and forth between um the um the Orion and the um, the Prospector. I mean, it, it seems kind of weird that I mean, because you would have to think that the Orion would have tractor beams, right? So, I mean, if the if the the Prospector comes up and just dumps its bags in space in zero g, it kind of surprises me that the Orion wouldn't be able to suck those in.
0: Well, see now what i what I got out of out of reading the Q and A was a little bit different. Um, that yeah, they don't they don't. Work off of one another, however, if you have enough of those uh, enough uh, prospectors looking for very specific ore types uh, that that could be very beneficial to to the Orion. Uh, the Orion is kind of more of a um, garbage disposal, if you will, it takes everything in. Um, and then just basically spits out and separates stuff as it finds it. it it's designed to chew through large uh, meteors. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Prospector is a specialty ship where, let's just say for the sake of argument, um, you're looking for gold or you're looking for diamonds. Uh, you're you're going to be able to really kind of hone in on, on one or two veins and really kind of um, ex- excavate, excavate out uh, that ore to the ship. Whereas you're kind of processing the the minerals that you're taking in on the orion so there is there is a very different gameplay at work there and i would think that if you have you know two or three prospectors and you're going out looking for a specific resource let's say um, diamonds are in really really high demand right now in the verse um, it could potentially be more time efficient to send out two or four prospectors to find those veins, uh, extract that ore, and then just dump it into the Orion, potentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
1: it'll be interesting know, to see how they make that how they make that transfer yeah. happen.
0: Yeah, well, I don't I don't think that they're even really sure at this point. You know, I I do actually. You know, it, it does seem weird that there is no way for them to link up at all. Um, But, you know, you could also just drop the bags and and have someone pick them up uh, in in a hull and take them away. So, you know, how necessary is it for the Orion and the Prospector to work together? If the Orion's bringing in huge chunks of resource and and separating them accordingly, then it almost makes the Prospector obsolete or, or not necessary unless you're looking for a very specific type of ore.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it could be it could be something where it, it's just it's you're never going to have a circumstance where ore is going to go from the prospector to the Orion that it would yeah. go it would go directly to market instead.
0: Yeah, because the 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 Orion is kind of, is is has a, is basically an onboard processor. It, it's like um you know it's like I said it it pulls in you know, huge meteors, and then basically separates everything out. And right. the prospector works on a completely different level. It's like you said earlier, it kind of zeroes in on, on a specific uh, mineral or a specific vein of ore.
1: Well, I I think I also heard somewhere or, or read somewhere that they that the idea is that it also it has some refining capability, but not a lot. So I think the example I heard uh, was that um, it would be able to sort of shake loose the dirt, you know. So if there's any dirt, you know, right, it will right. be able to process away the dirt because there's no point in, in hauling that out um, to go to market uh, so that it would have just the ore. But the Orion is going to be able to separate the ore, going to be right. able to ferret right. out the minerals from, from the ore. I mean, that's its its process, processing function for materials that are already on board. Um maybe the Prospector's laser will allow it to be more selective in what it actually picks up to begin with. I, I don't know. but Yeah. yeah. Questions? We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. Yeah, we got we got them. Um, and then uh, someone asked, uh, can you tell us a bit about self the self-defense or weaponry that the ship has if the Prospector were to find itself in a sticky situation? And the answer is, unfortunately, the Prospector doesn't come well-equipped for combat, but it has just enough to potentially warn off attackers and withstand some light fire. If you plan on mining in dangerous areas, it might be worth paying for a fighter escort to save risking going alone and being found. It will come with two size one laser repeaters, a light shield generator, and some basic countermeasures. So I I, I do like that, you know, it's it's, they're, they're not creating... Do everything well, ships. You know, it, yeah. it is again. It's, it's it's it excels at some one thing, but it's it's weak in other areas. And kind of going back to the calling all aspiring miners application. You know, they said, hey, are you interested in um, perhaps running patrols? You know, so here is a good example of why you would need somebody to fly escort for this ship because it's because it is focused on doing what it does. It can't um, it can't uh, expect to uh, defend itself except in. Uh, the most uh, pedestrian situations.
0: Yeah, and and it shouldn't. You know, I think um, going back to CIG's design philosophy, uh, they really want players to work together. They they want you know if you if you get a lead in a really dangerous sector of space uh, on you know some really rare minerals. You're gonna to want to bring, you know, a couple of buddies along to watch your watch your back while you're mining. And I like that they keep that in mind. And I agree with you; it's great that they make it a point that that all all these ships aren't just. Um, just eye candy that basically are well rounded enough to be able to do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. um, you know if you take the prospector out in the dangerous space you know by yourself you roll the dice on getting caught and if you get caught by pirates you know then you've got to negotiate your way out of that and you'll more than likely have to drop your cargo so bring a buddy or two or lose your ship yeah. yeah yeah so uh, well if you're a good enough negotiator you just you know drop your cargo stand and deliver yeah <laughs>
1: All right. Well, so, Jimmy, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you thinking?
0: Uh, I think it's great. They did a great job. Um, it's, it's a really cool concept ship. Uh, it's going to be great once we see it in hangar. It's going to be great once it's flight ready. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, start testing uh, professions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the only one that, the, there aren't really a whole lot that we have. You know, a bunch of info on. So I'd like to start to see them like mining start entering into, entering into the game, um, and I don't think mining is all that far off. Am I am I right on that? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know like what... not not necessarily like on the docket. Like you know, we're going to see it in two point four. But I think it's a little bit further along than they're letting on. I, it seems like from all the things that they've talked about that the mining profession will be one of the first um, actual in-game mechanics we'll get to test.
1: It's in Squadron 42. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, that we know that it starts out uh, at the Shubin Mining Facility or a Shubin Mining Facility. So Right. right. I now, that said, I don't know if there's any active mining that gets done in the game, but um, uh, certainly the theme is going to be included. So um, they'll need uh, the ships at least to uh, to do um, uh, facade performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I don't know, we'll see. I, I, I'm kind of expecting uh, cargo before... Um, before mining,
0: but you know, I'd, yeah, I'd, that makes that makes sense too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. So,
1: all right, well, um, so I think we have two uh, two thumbs up. Uh, you know, just just like those two movie guys, uh, uh-huh. two thumbs up for the uh, for the prospector. Um, uh, if you got one and are excited about it, you know, good on you. If you if you didn't pick one up and you don't care, good on you. We're looking forward to seeing him in game. Alright, so, from the official contents this week, or since last time we recorded, uh, in Around the Verse, uh, not this most recent one, but uh, 2.28, a couple weeks ago, uh, somebody sent potatoes. Someone sent in a box of potatoes, which had caricatures of CIG personalities drawn upon them with a felt pen.
0: Who does that? (laughs) What? Someone with a fair bit of time on their hands. Who puts that on the show? <laughs> hey, you know what? That, that might be That might be their jam. They might be a really talented artist who's really no, just No, they, weren't. Towards, they oh, weren't. They weren't.
1: They were not good potatoes. They were not well-done potatoes.
0: Oh, I see.
1: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like Mr. Potato. You know, I mean, you didn't have like cool like stick-on eyes and stuff. It was just like somebody took a red
0: felt pen and like scribbled something and said, Hey, that's Disco's beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Why you gotta hate on Mister P- Mister Creative Potato Maker? I don't know. I don't know. That's, I, I was I I was terrorized by a potato
1: as a child. The Star Oh Fair- yeah, those are those are pretty bad. They are scary. Uh, the Starfighter Gemini is slated for two point four. Oh my God!
0: I so hope it's flyable.
1: Please, 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 please. Hope, 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 hope.
0: Well, if they're making? Isn't the rumor that the Starfarer is going to be flyable? And the Gemini 2. Right. So there you go.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to... I.N.N. Uh, listening to their podcast today. And uh, one of them mentioned that the reason why he believes that one of the reasons why the Gemini is coming out at the same time as the uh, baseline Starfare is that because the difference between the two is, you know, the cosmetic differences between the two is Aegis parts. And they have the, the whole Aegis design thing locked down.
0: Yeah. So, it's, so basically. It's, well, it's, it's more armor
1: and more weapons, right? Right, but um, the Gemini is a collaborative effort between MISC and Aegis. Ah, okay. Yeah, so um, uh, the, all they had to do is bolt some Aegis stuff onto the existing MISC Gemini, or MISC Starfarer, and voila, Gemini! So, very excited. I mean, if it's only in Hangar and I can, you know, just walk around it, you know, but the the baseline Starfarer is fly, flyable, That that'll be... That'll be awesome, too. So, But um, uh, definitely, um, so we're waiting to see, because 2.4, uh, I guess we should note, 2.4 has not dropped. Um, we are into May, so this was the first month that they missed their goal of, uh, of putting out a patch, but um, all indications are that this is a big one, and uh, they knew it was going to take a little bit longer, and uh, every, everyone who's talking about it is saying it's going to be more than worth the extra wait. And so if they're off by a week, you know, not a big deal. Uh, I called it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the <laughs> rumor is, though. The rumor is, though, that it has actually gone to the super secret test squad uh, of uh, backers. So, um, um, in in that in that instance, actually, they they would have gotten it out to PTU um, in the month of April. So, you know, but
0: they just can't tell us that because it's super secret. Mm-hmm. Well, test you know. I, the thing is, like when when you're putting out a patch that large, when you're putting out a, a literally a game changing patch, uh, I, I expect it to be late. You know what I mean? It's just that's just the nature of the beast. It's it's not surprising. It's not upsetting. It's not frustrating. It just it is what it is. And it's like, yeah, okay, it's not a surprise. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic when it goes live, and it'll go live when it's ready to go live. That's right. Fanboy approved. <laughs> totally fanboy approved.
1: All right, uh, and do be sure to check out the second part of the Brian Chambers ATV interview now. Sixteen percent more animated. Not really. <laughs> he's pretty much the same old Brian Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but he's just—I mean, he's—he's he's just awesome. He's just like—I could—I could sit and watch and listen to him read the phone book. That would just be cool, um, or maybe not. Uh, and check out the Oberon system in Loremaker's Guide to the Galaxy with Sherry Heiberg. Um She adds her own sound effects when using the Arc Map, which I love so much. Uh, the sound effects I love, not the map. But well, I like the map too. <laughs> the map's but, good, yeah. But I like she goes shoom, when she goes through wormholes, which I think is just awesome. Um, then in the most recent episode, um, they okay here they, they said that it's 2.4 is going to be the biggest release since 2.0, and of course you know that is saying something. Um, and it will introduce the beginnings of persistence shopping and alpha UEC, what can be earned in game. So it's going to be just like a real grown up MMO.
0: Oh, like a baby version. Yeah, yeah. But um, so here's a question. If yeah. you buy clothing with Alpha UEC, are you going to lose said clothing at some point? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're going to lose everything. They're going to wipe it fairly regularly, I believe. Interesting. So I would guess if if that is accurate, I would guess that if you have actual UEC, not Alpha UEC, that whatever you purchase you'll be able to keep.
1: Um If Uh uh, see uh
0: huh, I don't know. I don't
1: know if you're going to actually be able to spend real. You maybe maybe for as long as it's up on the website store, you will be able to use real UEC to um, to purchase as long as the Voyager Direct Store is up on the website. But what you're getting in game um, is is going to be wiped, and they they said. that they want to be able to and the reason that they're going to wipe frequently um, is that they want to be able to test a bunch of different economic scenarios they want to be able to say okay so let's give everybody a billion space bucks and see right, what they, right, right. See, what see what they happens. do. Yeah, um, that makes sense. let it go for a week. And you know, the, 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 drunkenness, the debauchery, you know, and then, you know, fat Tuesday and, and or no, I guess it would be ash Wednesday. Um, ash Wednesday comes along and everybody's just hung over and broke. Um, <laughs>
0: they,
1: they also <laughs> okay. want to start out by giving everybody one credit and see, you know, how they build up from there, you know? So, um, it's, it's, but the, the, the idea is that they're going to, um, uh, be able to um, have you know, very very distinct test environments that they are able to implement, and then they will wipe it clean. Um, again, back to the INN, uh, they were um, uh, discussing earlier today, um, and I don't, I don't remember that they had any answers, but uh, a concern that uh, exists in the community about REC and how is REC going to play into all this, because some of us have just gobs of REC that we don't use. And, uh, you know, at some point, is that going to, are are we going to, if we don't want to play in Arena Commander, are we going to be able to put that to use in the PTU somehow? And um, so, and I think, if I'm remembering correctly, Ben said something to the effect of, at some point, there will be some sort of a conversion thing, a one-time deal that uh, allows people who have all this, you know, value built up because they have been, you know, subscribers, uh, that they will be able to um, to cash that out in game in one way yeah. or another.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, though, whether they do or whether they don't, I, I'm I personally, am of the opinion that uh, the REC is game tokens for the virtual simulator that is in game uh, mm-hmm. or in in verse uh, that that shouldn't be something that carries over into the persistent universe at all. Right. No. No. Day one, there. I mean. Except
1: for if they decide, if Operation Pitchfork comes off and the game environment changes, if something happens that the game environment changes, you know, relative to our relationship to the Vanduul or how space is divided up amongst the Vanduul and UEC, um, I think apart from that, from any changes they decide to implement as a result of that operation, which is supposed to happen at the end of the final beta, then, um, but other than that, everybody starts off day one with just with the ships that they they own, any UEC that they had that came with those ships, or that they've purchased off of the website, and and that's it.
0: Yeah, and that's the way it should be. I mean, you don't want people getting getting into the game with millions of credits. No, no, unless unless
1: they donated the money, you know, unless yeah. the, and no, they no, they totally. back the money. I mean, then um you know that's um, that's the benefit that they that they uh, realize for uh, for supporting the game so all right um let's see so the hollow table is dying sort of um and no one will mourn its loss no. uh, but long live the moby glass so that's coming in 2.4 as well uh as will the reliant will be hanger ready um it's still unclear whether it's going to be flyable or not so um uh, you know, all of this is still up in the air, Starfare Reliant, uh, flyable, unflyable. We don't know yet. I think I heard one place that the Reliant is not going to be flyable, which seems to indicate that perhaps the Starfare will be I don't know it's just it's madness. it's It's wailing and gnashing of teeth and um, the only way that we're going to get an answer to this is for them to put it out. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Shipshape, The Herald, Jimmy, what did you think?
0: Did you very skip? excited. Yes, I was. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, Corey, Corey Moon had mentioned it to me before I had a chance to watch uh, the show. He's like, hey, man, did you know, you know the Herald is going to be featured in um, Chipshape? And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get home and check it out. And uh, yeah, it's great. I'm very, very excited. I love uh, what they've done with the design. I kind of wish they kept it asymmetrical, but it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, it's, it, it was great because for, for my show Quantum Drive, it, it actually was the very first time that I got to see the inside of a Herald and, and kind of be able to um, spatially associate, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, with, you know, when I'm doing the show because I'm supposed to be doing it from my Herald, I was kind of able to kind of get my bearings a little bit on, oh, okay, so my, so Jackson is in the Herald and he's sitting at that console which is behind uh, the uh, cockpit uh, and that would be where he's broadcasting from. So, um, so that was really cool, and I like the design. I think they did a great job. I really like the change to the landing gear. Um, the interior looks great. Uh, you've got the small living quarters, uh, really designed for one person, but you can bring a second person along. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got giant engines on the back, so it's going to be fast. It's not going to be super maneuverable, but it's going to be really fast. So, yeah, all good stuff. You know, for me, um, I'm really excited about for both smuggling and info running. I'm excited to play Cat and Mouse, uh, so to have that kind of speed, that ability to get away quickly, is going to be a great mechanic to use in situations where you know where I'm playing Cat and Mouse, either with the Advocacy or with Pirates. Uh huh.
1: Well, I was kind of expecting to see see it skinned. I mean, they just the he was just showing the design, you know, the the yeah, the white box, the white box. Well, it's, it was even it wasn't even white box skinned, So I was. It, it seemed a little underdone, kind of like, like pink chicken.
0: <laughs> it was you, never, de- you never want pink chicken. It was definitely like pink chicken. Um, but for someone that is a fan of the ship that hasn't seen anything other than the concept art, uh, I was really happy to see what I did see. Because your mind's eye can kind of fill in the gaps as far as um, the direction they're going. And uh, the data array looked great. I love the way the data array yeah. opened yeah. and closed. Uh, so I think uh, you know they're they're on the right path with that ship, and I think it's going to be a home run when everything is all 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 said and done. Yeah, I, I'm dying yeah. to see what what the info uh, info running profession is going to be. I'm yeah. really curious about that. That's a design doc um, that I would love to see sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's going to be a going to be a fun one. Yeah, totally.
1: And uh, to round out the uh, the around the verses, I don't care what anyone says, Ben Lesnick is the original
0: Big Benny. You think he's like uh, like the Colonel, like Colonel Sanders? He's, he he's, is. Uh, he, he's the, the he's the the Big Benny behind. He's the Ben Lesnick behind the Big Benny. He's the noodle behind the broth. Uh huh. Okay, it's very possible. It's very possible.
1: <laughs> All right, we got a couple ten for the chairmans, and then uh, he's gone. The man is over on the other side of the pond, so um, this is all we get until uh, he comes back, And I think in about six weeks, um, he's going to be gone. But um, So I'll go through these real quickly. Um, he, someone asked, why is the Redeemer taking so long? And uh, what he said is that Paul DeLessi, who worked on the winning Next Great Starship ship, uh, now works for CIG at Foundry 42. and He's currently working hard on ships that are needed for Squadron 42. When that's done, they're going to put him on to finishing up the Redeemer. So that means, here you go, no Redeemer in Squadron 42 confirmed. And so yeah. um, I'm feeling a little less sad today because that I melted mine. So um, uh, there you have it. Uh, Someone asked What will CIG do after Star Citizen is done? Um, And Chris said Star Citizen is never going to be finished Um, He says I don't think people would uh, would say that EVE is finished Or World of Warcraft is finished Star Citizen will go on The universe will go on As long as anyone is out there wanting to play it Which he's hoping will be for a very long time to come
0: I love um, that uh, some of the uh, trolls. Uh, the takeaway from that was that the game will be released not feature complete. Right. I don't know if you if you saw some of that buzz on, oh, on the yeah. internet. Oh yeah. I, I, it's just like I, I, it's funny because it's like I went and I read the, the few people that were saying the game's going to be you know released not feature complete, and then I went and I listened to Ten for the Chairman, and it's just like okay I mean I guess I could see how you could take that away but if you're following the game if you've been following what they've been saying all along it's not a surprise the, the game is 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 going to be released feature complete but we might not see pets you know we might not see some of the other um, lesser, uh, game mechanics in game until you know further future expansion, six months down the road, a year down the road, two years down the road, you know um and the game the scope of the game, people were complaining about how the game had feature creep, oh, the game's got feature creep, the game's got feature creep, well, Chris has made it abundantly clear that that the, when the game goes live, it will not have every single thing that they've talked about feature creep problem resolved no one's talking about that they're just talking about oh how the game's not going to be complete and it's like the game will be complete it's just that there will be some bells and whistles that won't be available yet and it's like it's amazing to me how one person can see something one again glass half full glass half empty oh yeah you know and and we know we're fanboys we talk about that all the time it's it's not something that we hide but you know we're also adults and we're also real we also have realistic expectations it's not surprising it's not a big deal it's not newsworthy you know the game we we know that the game is going to come out as complete as it can be by the time it's done which will be a persistent universe multiple systems quantum drive jump functioning ships modularity um, you know uh, uh, purchasing customization of characters all of those things will be in game when the game is released might not might not have a space kitten but I can wait on a space kit. Right, exactly. I mean, it's going
1: to, at some arbitrary point, they're going to say, okay, this is the launch version. The difference between launch version, and we'll just call it launch version 1.0, and launch version 1.5 or 2.0 is that you called one one one, and you called the other the other. I mean, it's, and so, yeah, I mean, it's like you wouldn't say that, that, um, um, uh, Eve, for instance, just released a big patch uh, called Citadels, and it's a, yeah. a these enormous. Wow! You see, I did. I hit it. You uh, did hit your mic stand. I didn't did. You. Uh, there, are these enormous structures that are, um, uh, you know, going to be in game and going to add all kinds of functionality. Blah 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 blah. Um, but no one would say that Eve was released 13 years ago, feature incomplete, because yeah. Citadels didn't come out
0: until this month. Exactly, and, right. and you know, I think the argument can be made that oh, well, those are expansions, but you know, it, it's it, it's a very fine line between an expansion and further development of the game. You know, and I think the, the, the point that Chris was trying to make was that the game will never be finished. It, it's not it's not a game that you pick up level to a certain amount. You know, level, level to eighty. Uh, do all the dungeons, and then you're done with the game. This is, That's not the the intent of Star Citizen. It's designed to be a space simulator. It's designed to have continual playability. It's designed to continue to grow. Um, yeah. It's not the first game to do this. This isn't like, you know, Earth-shattering, that, that they're building a game at, like EVE that is designed to continue to grow over time and will continue to add and continue to develop features. Some of the features that uh, were in Stretch Goals won't make it into the initial release, but they'll make it in. Right. They'll I mean, but it's, it's,
1: yeah, it's, I mean, what, what, Chris, and I don't even remember the exact words, but he what he certainly didn't mean that we're never going to finish the uh, that the game is <laughs> yeah. never going to be is right. never going or, or to that, be done. Um, right, or that
0: it's going to be released not feature complete.
1: It's, or we are we, we won't have it done before we release it. He's meant right. that the development for the game will be ongoing until no one wants to play it anymore. So Right. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, troll, as trolls are not consistent, right. trolls are not objective, trolls trolls just are. As as with any
0: MMO, exactly.
1: All right. So somebody asked, and speaking of one of those things, that if it's not in the release version, the game is a lie. Um, animal mocap is it a thing?
0: <laughs> and, Chris,
1: <laughs> and Chris said yes. And he actually he actually did say he said um, he said I can totally see that being a thing, and it seems like it would be a lot of fun. And it's not going to be a high priority. So that guess what? Day one, you're probably not going to have animal mocap, but someday maybe. Right. Someday we'll get space kittens. Exactly. What'll be the first clothing implementation? And what uh, Chris said is there will be jackets, trousers, and T-shirts. Plus, you'll be able to buy some flight suit and armor sets. It'll all persist, and you can earn money killing AI pirates and then go use it shopping in Port Olisar or down on ArcCorp. And so my reaction to this was it just seems kind of wrong somehow that you go out and kill people for a couple hours, and then you come back and buy T-shirts.
0: That sounds perfectly reasonable to me. No, it's just it's weird. It's just weird. <laughs> it, it, it sounds so Rivers Edge. Do you ever see that movie? Yes, I did. Yeah. It's a great. Movie. It
1: sounds very Rivers Edge to me, which is well, disturbing.
0: If you if you take it in the context of um, Port Alisar or, or Crusader Industries specifically is trying to curb the piracy uh, that has run amok in their sector, then it makes sense. They're they're bringing in mercenaries to basically uh, quell the the pirate uh uprising if you will uh so they got to pay him yeah so and historically you know when you're when you're a gun for hire you tend to go down to the local saloon and drink all your earnings away so um my daddy killed pirates today and all i got was a
1: stupid t-shirt exactly beautiful um, how is saving going to work When far from home um, And the answer was basically I think we've gone over this before But if you got a bed You use it uh, yeah. Take a nap And there's nobody and there's nobody else around If you're not in battle or, or what have you You just go ahead And you take a nap And then when you respawn um, uh, You will How you respawn I mean like Suppose that you You um, Log out in a place Where there is no battle ongoing But then when you go to log back in There's a battle right there I mean will it Will it spawn you there, or will it spawn you um, at some uh, nearby location with a little bit of uh, lore context or story context to kind of explain away why it didn't put you in the middle of a big
0: fight? We don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a really good question. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, to be determined. So, but um, yeah, I, I, and even um, you know, I, even the smaller ships, even down to an aurora, they all have beds. Yeah.
1: There's well, there are some ships that don't, you know. No, uh, no, the fighters, yeah, the fighters don't. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, but if you don't, if you don't have a bed, uh, then all you have to do is find a safe landing zone, um, a space station or a planet, and then you, right. you, you go get a room, and uh, boom, there you go. And then perhaps my favorite question of the last uh, couple of episodes: Will the quantum drive ever be steerable? And Chris says, "No, you'd be turned into jelly." So, jelly comes from quantum drives, confirmed. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not its functionality. It's that's not what it's intended to do. So, I had no, no idea
1: that my Nana was using quantum drives when she made preserves.
0: <laughs>
1: that's where it comes from. Oh, uh, Nana. Nana. All righty. Well, we're running up against it here, Jimmy. But let's go through some RTVs real quick here. There was some sure. fun stuff. The Gemini is going to be in 2.4. It's still unclear whether it's going to be hangar or flight ready. Germak is back to work at the office. Yay, Germack, You met him at, what, what was the name of that event that you went to? Was it a bar oh. citizen?
0: Yeah, Citizen Bar Con. What was it a subscriber
1: yeah. event? Is subscriber,
0: that what it was? Subscriber, concierge. Ticket, oh, it was concierge thing, yeah, 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 yeah. sure,
1: whatever. So you met him, and he was a nice guy, but he was he was in pretty pretty bad shape, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah,
0: he banged up his knee really bad. Um, so it's nice. I know he when him and I had talked, he said he was going to be spending some time working from home. So it's nice to see that uh, he's up up on his feet again, um, at least tentatively, and uh, back at uh, back at CIG. Good.
1: Um, another possible profession for an entry level dedicated ship like the Prospector. Think piracy, Jimmy. I think we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, so the, uh, the Buccaneer. You see, none of these right. ideas are mine. I just get them places. So <laughs> Totally. Yep. Um, on the 27th, we had the April Subscribers Edition of the RTV with Pedro Camacho and Ross Tregenza talking about the audio aspects of Star Citizen. Uh, you know, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, definitely check it out. Um, uh, you can listen to it in your car. There, there's not really a visual component to it. Uh, but it is on the YouTube, so um, uh, check it out. I, that's what I do with a lot of these. Is I just listen to them in my car on the YouTubes, which um, sounds unsafe, but I'm not looking at my phone.
0: Not looking at no? my phone. Um, when I'm you're sitting in traffic, when you're sitting in traffic in California, not much else to do. That's true.
1: Um, so, and they play some samples and discuss all the work that goes into the writing, recording, and integrating the music and other sounds into the game. Um, it is fascinating. Um, one, do a a big shout out to Geekdomo. From the Starcast podcast, are you aware of Mr. Domo and and the Starcast podcast? No. Okay, they've been around for a very long time. They they went up to I think about 105 episodes and then just sort of dropped off. Um, uh, Gosh, was it the end of last year? Sometime anyway, they've been gone for a while, Um, and uh, so I was you know just uh, had assumed that it was uh, a podcast fade, but. Um, uh, No, it turns out that uh, he was in hospital uh, this, uh, or the end of uh, last week, for open heart surgery. He had a triple bypass, Um, so um, serious stuff. Um, But he came through it, and uh, I saw on the Twitters that uh, he's he's doing well, and... uh, appreciates all the, uh, all the love that uh, that fans of their show and of the game uh, have been sending his way. So uh, Geek Domo, definitely um, uh, continue to get better. Uh, we hope that uh, your show is back uh, soon. Uh, I've missed it quite a bit for uh, or I missed it quite a, quite a lot while uh, you guys have been off the air. So um, just want to put that out there that um, um, you know he's uh, an important member of the community and we uh, wish him well soon. Um and then 2.4 is not we mentioned is not going to make it into the game in April but it's going to be worth the wait and then um uh, fun times on uh, the this latest reverse the verse uh, this last Friday Dad Lando uh, uh, Disco's Dad uh, joined the crew for some feel good moments and tales of Disco <coughs> excuse me um, Disco always makes me cough you know Bee Gees were a very hard time for me very um, dusty yes. <laughs> Oh, well, let's not go there. Uh, one person in chat said that they wanted to fall asleep on a bed of Dad Disco's voice, which was it was it sounded oddly weird, but then it was really really sweet because he has a very soft voice. So dulcet, was, dulcet tones. I don't even know if I'd call it that. Is uh, I think someone else uh, maybe it might have been uh, Alexis was um, was uh, describing it as like you know I just I just want to hear him tell me stories. <laughs>
0: Speaking uh, speaking of uh, Alexis, just to bring the room down a little bit, um, Alexis uh, lost her uh, her father. Oh uh, no! The, yeah, it was yesterday or the day before. Oh no! Um, her and Ben are actually going to be taking a little time uh, off, obviously, um, to go and uh, you know do, go back home and deal with family matters. So, uh, if you're on Twitter or, or in the uh, you know in the, in the CIG uh, forums, uh, you know send them some uh, send them some love. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, prayers out to uh, to Ben and
1: Alexis for um, for them and their family. Um, uh, hope uh, hope everything works out as well as it can. All right, and uh, uh, important news. Uh, speaking of uh, Disco's dad, uh, he has already spent Disco's inheritance on spaceships. So
0: <laughs> he has
1: uh, he has like two of like several different ships. He has like two redeemers and two. Um, Two const or like a bunch of cutlasses. It's just it's. He's he's a fan. He's a fan. And he's um he's on pretty close to seventy too. So uh, you know that's that's encouraging for us older folks. You know, uh, (laughs) never, never too old to play a game. That's right. That's right. So that's all we got. Um, uh, We're really hoping to uh, see 2.4 to the PTU. Um, I'm I'm going to have faith that uh, it's already with the uh, super secret uh, test squad. Um, And because of their NDAs, they just can't say nothing about it. But uh, uh, hoping soon. Oh, you know, this is the point in the um, in the uh, in the show, Jimmy, where we check our our accounts. Ah, public test is not lit up. Damn it! Okay. It worked that one time. It did work that one time. It worked that one time, but not this time. All right. Well, until then, please do go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N dot com. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins, for letting us use your music. Check him out at com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen, the base radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a rebroadcast of our shows every Saturday afternoon. You can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On the Twitters, we are at Versecast. Please be sure to use the TGWS hashtag. Our RSI Star Citizen org can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash Versecast. Please upvote us there on the RSI Community Hub and in the podcast and Deep Space Radar sections. Links are in the show notes. On Steam, we are Those Guys With Ships. And please be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. And remember, the show is now available on Google Music Play. No, Google, Google, Google Play Music is it music play or play music i don't know one of those uh just just go to google and uh, everything you need is right there uh you can get it on the google play music app for android iphone and on the interwebs for your computer and remember your progress for each episode gets synced across all them platforms it just doesn't get any cooler than that so say good night gracie my name is Gleep, and all my contact information
0: is in the show notes jimmy where can the fine folks find you as always, most chatty over on Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, and you can uh, check out uh, reruns of Quantum Drive for another five weeks over at uh, the base. I think uh, this week coming up, I'm going to be doing Zero-G. That's the episode where Jackson has a little too much to drink and one too many stims while he's doing the show. Oh, dear. Yeah, it has something to do with shutting the, uh, anti, uh, or shutting the, the gravity uh, systems down and floating in space and playing music. Back when I was a kid we called those raves mm-hmm totally <laughs> space rave
1: <laughs> all right well until next time then we are oh god I, I scrolled past it we are those guys with ships and this has been the verse cast you would think I would have that memorized by now you would think uh-huh. See you guys well, 11th first show and I still don't have it memorized mm-hmm.
0: dang burn it I'm in horn I just Google words Prospector juice. I like horns. Dad burn, Horn sock dolliger, orgy. I don't think orgy's like that, okay. <laughs>